The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too She's a high flying flag. Forever may she wave uh-huh. over the land of the free, home of the brave. Welcome, everybody, to I'm, our 4th of July celebration. I'm sorry, did you say home of the brave? He's like a, of the brave. He's like a super patriotic girl talk. He's just like jamming together all the old, all the old standards written by uh, Francis Scott Key. Is that who did it? Yeah. If these remix artists are... St- are so keen to save us time, like they're always saying. Mm-hmm. Well, let's mash up two pop tunes so you can listen to two at once. Right? Shouldn't they ma- have at this point? Shouldn't they have mashed up every holiday theme into like one super theme? One one super theme for each holiday. I'm saying like one Christmas song that's like Jingle Bells, Home for the Holidays. Uh-huh. Yeah. Baby Jesus, just hit all the high notes. Yeah, right. See, what's funny is even after doing this show for so long, I still have things to learn because I had no idea that DJs did remixes for efficiency's sake. Right. They're just trying to save us time. Okay. Is that inaccurate? I mean, what other I mean, reason if, could it, there it, be? If 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 Mister if Doctor Girl Talk, uh-huh. if if DJ Deadmouth wanted to really save us time, he wouldn't do a mashup for each holiday. There would be a single, almost like happy birthday esque tune mm-hmm. that would ju- you would just do at at any kind of holiday celebration, and it would just be like, you know, it's time to celebrate, um, feel feel it's time to feel good. But then, like Halloween, that's kind of weird, right? It's time to feel Oh, oh, what if we just made it like it's time to observe? Oh, that's good. It's not a normal day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you're Jewish. Oh. For some people and some days. Because <laughs> some I'm days saying, overlap. Let's not cut them out. Everybody's the, welcome, but you may not show up. <laughs> here's the verse about Hanukkah. Some of you can turn it down or just keep listening. It's got some good rhymes. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> clearly, clearly the rhymes are on point. <laughs> okay. If you check the run P for this song, it would be the Hanukkah verse where it would just catch you up and tell you what you missed. Right. <laughs> um, so this is my brother, my brother B. It's an observant show for the modern era. Mm-hmm. I'm your oldest, most observant brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, and I'm not that observant, Travis McElroy. I'm your baby brother, Griffin McElroy. And, and I, I don't, that, I don't care about labels. You don't care? No. When it comes to observance. You care about labels for, like, expiration dates. Oh, yeah, and, like, clothes and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all that. (laughs) Griffin Griffin only wears name brand clothing. Yeah. I'm into um, Abercrombie and Fitch because it's, like, the more people protest and boycott it, Mm -hmm. like, the the more it is becoming precipitously more stylish for me to wear it. Mm -hmm. Griffin, do you like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch? 
Um, yes, but if I had one wish, it would probably be for like, you know, a billion bucks or something like that. Like, oh, I see. If I had, you think that it's fly when girls stop by for the summer? No, that's actually. I wish they would call ahead. I don't think it's too much to ask if they call ahead first. How long are you staying? I kind of thought you were just going to swing through for the entire for three goddamn it. months until the middle of August. No, no, no. That's not going to listen. I have plans. I'm going to Myrtle Beach soon. Soon. I can't have you staying there. Will you at least feed the dogs? You won't? Damn it. Jesus. I like girls that feed my dogs for me. They when I'm my Myrtle Beach. Bring in the paper. <laughs> Please don't steal my Reggie Jackson baseball. Baseball? <laughs> What's he a baseball? Oh, God, was Reggie Jackson a baseball player? Please. Oh, I'm, I'm sure oh, we'll find out in post. I want to help somebody. Here we go. Okay. I find myself in the need of some advice. In several weeks, a very good friend of mine is leaving our city to pursue a PhD. Or f- mm-hmm. through, I am quite sad he is leaving no, my That was gen- though. That was a though, not a through. <laughs> though I am quite sad he is leaving my general vicinity, I am also excited he got into his number one college and will be studying his favorite subjects. Here's my problem. I want to get him something meaningful, but I don't know what the man version of Frame College. Uh, sorry, Jesus, Justin. I don't know what the man version of Frame Photo Collage of some of our favorite memories with a thoughtful letter written on the back. What can I get him that will be meaningful but won't be too girly? P.S. I'm a gay lady, so this isn't about a sad loss of love that could have been. Thank you, Megan, for clearing that up because that, that would have been, been yeah, because our yes. fucking stupid troglodyte brains would have just been like, <laughs> oh, it's a you love thing. Yay, what tab a sloppy? Let's get this done. Like, I'm glad that you cleared that up for us. Um, um, see, I think that would be a very nice gift. Yeah, you're kind of be touched. Kind of casting some some dispersions right now, because like what? guys is like this? guys like that shit too. Mm-hmm. Like, is this is this straightophobia? Is that <gasps> what you got going on here? I think, I think it is. I think it's uh, it, is it's, this a case oh, what of straightophobia? What do you call it when you're prejudiced against straight dudes? It's, I think it I doesn't just nothing. It. It's called nothing at all. It's called not a thing at all. It's called Everybody not anything loves- that anyone should worry about. <laughs> not a problem just it's everybody's medicine you just have to take it uh i mean i do think that this is one time where i mean I, I mean she would probably know her friend better than us one would hope so maybe she knows that he wouldn't necessarily be the sort of dude that would oh, enjoy he really is a, a he's collage. a brock a brock stone chin type mm-hmm. he's he's just not not interested too, in frills he's too afraid to feel Maybe this is the doorway into his emotions, though. Maybe you give him this key, and he's like, he's just going to feel everything all at once. Mm. Oh, that could feels. be scary, though. Yeah, that might be a little frightening. I can get it now intense. Just, uh, can you get him a football or a basketball? <laughs> <laughs> Set of shoulder pads, maybe? Get Take a, this to your new college and dunk it. <laughs> give, him, give him a football and write hometown on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why would the so he'll like, always remember his hometown? This yeah, for all the touchdowns you're gonna score. Oh, um, what if you just say like, uh, like, have make a touchdown in your your doctorate studies? That's not good. He's gonna no. get beat up. Yeah, he's. Well, and also like, that's a good point. Anybody who's getting their doctorate probably doesn't like football. Mm. I would think maybe not a photo collage. Okay, that's probably a bit much. But maybe a photo, something that he could like remember you by i think that would be kind of nice actually 
if you guys have like, a joint have a f- favorite like movie or TV show, you could always like get him that, and that way he'll watch it and remember. Oh, you. that's and such like a, a lazy. Oh, that's, that's such terrible. a lazy gift. More that's than just like printing off a photo and popping in a frame. Come now, on. here's a here's the thing about the photo versus photo collage. If I go to someone's home and I see a photo of them with a person, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I I'll probably won't even ask about it. I'll probably just think like, oh, that's that's you know, a special a person. Yeah, special person. If I see a photo collage in my mind, that person died. Oh, okay. That's a that's a that's uh, what a, about what uh, about altar? Can we do a collage of something that's not photos, like words cut out of magazines? No, not like a fucking. There's a word for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a ransom note. I'm thinking more along the lines of like, like lunch meats, like a nice lunch, a tray of. I guess what I'm saying is that you should get him a tray of lunch meats. Ooh, framed. Framed if you want, but it's really just going <laughs> to add an extra step between him and getting partying down on those lunch. If meats. you think about it, that's all lunchables really are. Uh-huh. <laughs> just frame. Get him frame some lunchables. lunchables. Get him a box Crackers. of lunchables right hometown on it, and yeah. send him on his yeah, way. Make it like a bulk bulk box because you don't want to get him just one. You look cheap. Get him like a big box from like the Costco. Yeah. Get him something that's really going to help him establish a character at his new. Oh college. yeah, he could be like, the lunchable him, guy. Uh, well, I was going to say a snake. Oh, okay. Uh, get him a snake, and then he's like that guy. That's does, gonna help him get his foot in some doors. Anybody want to be that guy? Does anybody want to be snake? Guy? <laughs> nobody Jake, wants to Jake be Jake the Snake Roberts. Nobody wants to be snake guy, but somebody has to be. Snake Jake guy. the Snake Roberts didn't want to be snake guy. He he unintentionally built a career around being snake guy. Like uh, being oh, snake guy paid the fucking bills, but as soon as Jake the Snake Roberts got home, he threw that snake in the garbage and bought a new one the next day. <laughs> And that that kind of frivolity is what made snake prices go up so high. And it also ruined Jake the Snake Roberts. Because he had a house full of snakes. Well. They're not going to stay in the garbage can. He had a bank account full of snake receipts, but not money. And you can't spend snake receipts at the at the Piggly Wiggly, you know? <laughs> he must have been so excited when he figured out that Jake and Snake run. <laughs> Jake the Lake. No, no. no Jake no. the Quake? Uh, no, gotta get we'll find fat. it. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Jake the Quake Robert. But he would have to get fat for that to work. You can't yeah, be skinny probably. and be the Quake. Yeah. Jake the Fake. Oh, Jake no. The Qu- no. Could have been Jake the Quaker. And then... <laughs> Jake or the Quaker Roberts. Yeah. Oh, he owed him. Oh, he's been owed. He just oh, dumped no. oats on him. That's Justin, his finisher. Okay, we can't keep fucking propagating these stereotypes. Like, Quakers hey. are into way more shit than just... I just meant... I just meant that they don't listen. You don't know well, that's, that? That's probably true. <laughs> so I think we're safe. Listen, if I can't make fun of anybody, can it be the people that don't listen? Yeah. Yeah, it's because like you know what? Of them. Yeah, you know what? Fuck those people. They're not even going to give us a shot. They're not even going <laughs> to try our podcast. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm not even making fun of Quakers. I'm saying they're horde. Quakers are horde. <laughs> oh, by the way, question, uh, uh, Megan, you're welcome. Yep. So give him a photo collage of Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> oh my god, that would be awesome. <laughs> ooh, ooh, give him the photo collage of Jake the Snake Roberts' snake that got killed by, I want to say, Brett the Hitman Heart. Thank you, everybody, for sending in yahoos. This yahoo was sent in by Scott Ackerman. Thank you, Scott Ackerman. It's by Yahoo Answers user ARJ2288, who asks, How does Shaq have mental conversations? What? Shaq claimed at the 2009 NBA draft that he had mental conversations with LeBron James. Quote, 
I haven't had any verbal conversations with LeBron, but I've had many mental conversations with him. How is this possible? <laughs> the obvious, the obvious answer is that they are both tomorrow people. Mm-hmm. If you remember that, maybe they're both Fay. Maybe they're each half Fay. They so might they can read each other. They thoughts. might be of. I've always said that Shaq does seem of the Fay wild. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if you look at, if you kind of catch him out of the corner of your eye, his eyes are all black. Mm-hmm. And vampires are always trying to get him. Yep. Um, could it be that they are the same person, separated at birth? No, wait, that doesn't work. Or time travel. One Shaq time traveled. Dimensional and, travel. I don't think that's. I think that's just like move movement in space. I think, <laughs> I think just walking. Is <laughs> no, dimensional. I mean, I mean like other dimensions. Um. I did, I want to. He's a. I know he's a number one jokester of the of the entire league, but I think there's probably some truth to this. I think there's probably. I don't think you get to be the the hugest man on earth mm-hmm. and not also be evolved in other. Um, perhaps more supernatural ways. So, what are you implying here, Griffin? I am implying that Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. is is a mutant. He is he is Homo Superior, is what I'm saying. Oh, I see. Not only in, you- in not only in terms of dunking, but in terms of like he can probably move shit with his mind. Now, here's the thing, though: if you believe in a fair and, and just God, do you honestly yeah. believe that he would uh, create a human being that is both gigantic and has hyperkinesis? Yeah, uh, hyperkinesis is ADD. So, did you <laughs> mean something else? Yes, it did. Um, but I can't remember the word, so I'm sticking with hyperkinesis. Okay, cool. Uh, Griffin, I think if Shaq could move things with his mind, then he'd probably be able to hit one from the three. What? If you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, taco you neck know syndrome. what you're talking about? <laughs> Griffin, I didn't hear what you were saying. I said taco. Was, I, said, uh, I taco, thought you said taco nexus. <laughs> I said taco neck syndrome. You, know, you remember that commercial where Shaq, Shaq eats the tacos? Do you guys not remember Taco Neck Syndrome? I can't believe I have to explain to the two of you. Of all people, what prominent, Taco prominent is. watchers of television and eaters of food, known Taco Bell enthusiasts. Uh-huh. There's a commercial with Shaq. He was shooting threes. This is going to be funny. He's he making all of them. He's making all the threes, which he's not known for. Like, it's not his core competency. Right. And it pans back. Or is it is it foul shots? Is that who he has a problem with? No, it's a three. It's hitting it in the paint. I think it's hitting it in the paint. <laughs> well, he right. takes it to the paint. He uh-huh. keeps it in the paint, but he doesn't. Once he's there, he has no fucking idea what to do with it, <laughs> except just like run at the basket as fast as he can and just sort of bull rush it. And he's he's the size of two full grown men, mm-hmm. so like there's no stopping him. But it, if he has to make it from the paint, then he's you know he's in a world of trouble. Anyway. Cuts You're back to him. Taco Nexus. He's making all these sweet threes and pans back, and his neck is like tilted to one side. And they're like, "What? How did it happen?" And it, some like doctor is like, "He's got Taco Neck Syndrome." <laughs> and it's uh, when you like tilt your head to like mm-hmm. so you don't tilt the taco, you tilt your head so you don't lose any of the, you know, sweet meats in <laughs> he, there. He has Doritos Locos Taco Syndrome. Do you mean diabetes? Well, yes, I do. <laughs> no, that's just when you get crumble fingers. Like America. It's your friend Justin McRoy. Just tilt the taco. <laughs> Trust me. You we can have to stop taco neck syndrome. Of the cheese shreds. 
Um, Man, can you imagine how funny this would have been if that coercion was still on or had been on in this presidential administration? Um, do you think... Hey, guys, where's the beef? <laughs> Fuck. Cut it out, Justin. Cut it out. Do you think that playing basketball with somebody enough sort of gives you that sort of instinctive, like, sort of gives you a form of... of extrasensory perception as to what that person is thinking because like if the three of us played basketball with each other our entire lives as opposed to just the four or five times that we did it in the basketball court that we had in our backyard for some reason Uh uh-huh like whenever we get on the court like i would know what trap like if travis wants me to get free and get in the paint you know what I mean? I would know when right. Justin is about it's, to run up for a dunk and needs me to set him up for a layup. Maybe you should just always assume that I want you to get free and get in the paint. If well, I'm going to run in for a dunk, why are you going to put me in for... Oh, so I'm going to dish it. I'm going to dish you the rock, mm-hmm. basically. Or you and could, you're you gonna could hit fake me. dish it. You could fake left and then dish right. You know how in NBA Jam, sometimes you go up and you jump up in the air to like <laughs> dunk it, and then uh-huh. you somehow throw the ball behind your head without moving your arms at like 200 miles an hour uh-huh that is what that's the kind of maneuver that i'm banking on you doing i don't but i don't need to fucking tell you this because we've been playing basketball together for so long that we have this we have a psychic tether wait are, maybe kobe and Shaq are communicating lebron but lebron uh, doesn't play on the same team as does he lebron and it doesn't matter okay. lebron and Shaq are communicating but the way this communication is actually through basketball. Maybe when he was missing all those sweet threes, Shaq was actually using an advanced form of communication to send a message to LeBron. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like, like a code. It's a code, right? Like he misses three threes in a row, and LeBron's like, ah, sense of disturbance of the basketball force. Mm-hmm. I, I know that I can't. I forget what we were saying. Uh, get drafted by somebody? I don't really understand. Basketball. I actually, I prefer to think of it like it, it, with them not being on the same team. That like Shaquille misses a three and like thinks really hard. Like I'm really sad that I missed that three. And LeBron from like across the country thinks back. Like it'll be okay, man. You'll get it next time. And he feels a little bit better. Yeah, because they're all <laughs> not they're, a lot better. They're not they're on not the same lot. team. They're they're not on the same team, but they're you know they're all on this together. Yeah, they're on a team I like to call the human race. Yeah, um, also the the National Basketball Association. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> That's a slightly smaller fraternity, but sure. <laughs> hey, I want to help somebody else. Here we go. I'm a full-time yoga instructor. I have dated a few girls who come into the yoga studio, and it always ends up not working out. I get the impression they expect me to be different from other guys they've dated, and in a lot of ways I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty great. I'm pretty great, and I'm bendy and shit, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think in their mind, I sit around and meditate all day. How do I give them a reasonable expectation of who I am outside the yoga studio? Or should I adopt, stop dating girls from there altogether? And that's from Let's Namaste Friends in Nashville. Uh, question of the Year nominee. Yeah. 2013. Yeah, uh, pretty good so far. Hey, listen, just from me to you, as somebody who's been down the show before... Maybe you start by thinking of them as women. Oh, nice. Think Yikes. about it. Next hate question. To you, hate to put you on blast. Like I hate that, to put you on blast. Could, um, I mean, could you could you sneak it into your yoga lessons where you're like, okay, we're going to do downward dog. Everyone breathe. Also, did anyone check out Breaking Bad last night? That's pretty cool, right? Anyways, and just move on. I mean, That's it, a lot of... 
pressure because I think that what he's ignoring is not his behavior so much as they're gonna they're gonna expect him to know some positions. They're gonna expect him oh, to get them into some predicaments. No. I don't think that's what he's talking about. I don't I think don't he... think it is either. But <laughs> that is not the context. Sometimes of the question. I don't think about things before I say them. Sure. Come on, you know me better than this. I was using basketball telepathy to tell you I was sorry. Uh, you were trying to take it to the paint. <laughs> what if? What if while he was teaching yoga, periodically he would stop and just like <laughs> chomp some Pringles. <laughs> Just like in the middle, I mean, if it's like Bikram hot yoga, like it's you're probably not gonna want a salty snack in the middle of it. I can't imagine doing hot yoga and wanting to smell Pringles, let alone eat them. <laughs> I and can you do it when they're in a position and they're not facing you, so they're waiting for you to tell them? They just they just hear. Well, first they'll hear that pop, that telltale pop. <laughs> just go from ear to ear, whispering. Listen, I popped. Now I can't stop. I'm going to need like 15, 20 minutes to clear the cash here. They'll hear the pop. They'll hear a whiff. They'll hear a yummy. That's all they're going to hear. And then just walk by and like gently adjust their positions. But really, you're wiping your fingers off on their shirt. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to set the bar real low. I got some sour cream dust. I'm just going to. Okay, great. You're going to want to wash this mat. You can call me, though, if you want to. I'm just like every other guy. Hey, do you want a date? (laughs) Do you want a chip? Just kidding, I, I, I popped, so I, I legally couldn't stop. I slammed all those delicious Pringles. <laughs> this they is... have a lot of flavors of Pringles. They do. When was the last time you guys checked? They have, like, spicy dill pickle. I, and, it's um, extreme dill pickle, Justin, please. Aww. I fucking so love Pringles. Pringles Here's what you do. You get the extreme dill, oh, right? Can we, not, can we not do a Pringles cooking segment in the middle of our show? And you kind of together, right? So you get, you get dill and ranch in the same bite. I just think we're going to enter a future where all of our meals are delivered via Pringle. I mean, it like is the get, best uh, the best way to, to do to transfer that particular food stuff. But uh, can we just not put can we not wait? Can we not just enjoy these last remaining years before all of our things come in in cans in convex <laughs> shapes? You know, uh, technically, uh, Pringles aren't chips; they're crisps. Oh, gummies! Right, because they're, they're reconstituted potato flakes. They're reconstituted, right? And that was—they used to call them chips mm-hmm. in the potato. There was a big lawsuit. Chip. Yeah, it's kind of it got really bad. Who the fuck? Who ate? Who the fuck eats a Pringle? Is like, oh, what the fuck? I was told there would be chips. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> but thanks, lobbyists. Yeah. You know. You know, Griffin. The if government. you ever watched Unwrapped, you would know yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if th- they. I understand that they would think that, but also that's kind of on them. I mean, why would they assume that you would just yoga all the time? <laughs> My girl likes to you do yoga. Can't live all the like time. a yoga. yoga yeah, you, you can't live a yoga lifestyle twenty four hours a day. I mean, I know some people are out there doing it, but he's just like any other guy. And if they assume otherwise because of one facet of their personality, sure. I, you know, I think that they're not the, but, the person you were going to end up with anyway. But I totally get it because this is like the one. This this career is is completely characterized by soft speech mm-hmm. and a, like a sort of enlightenment. Like I I if I don't do yoga, of course. Like look at my just look at my body. Look at what I'm working with. This is not a this is not a yoga body. It just isn't. I tried Riddle. to do yoga day one. The instructor was like, "I'm sorry, that is not a yoga body. I need you to go." <laughs> um, 
You're making everybody else feel bad for you. Isn't that something you build to? No. No, you just have it or you don't? No, it's a it's like are you an endomorph or an ectomorph? Like it's 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 based entirely on, on your body shape. I'm an uomorph. <laughs> it means my body physic like I, I can maintain but I can't get any better than where I'm at right now. Anyway, I don't want to yeah. talk about that anymore. What I'm saying is that this <laughs> this is a this is a career determined by enlightenment, and so you put right. out this this facade of enlightenment that people like you can't just like get in your car and like throw in a Brooks and Dunn cassette. Like people are gonna. But the difference is, is like you're not you're not like a Buddhist Zen teacher. You're a yoga teacher. Right, like, but you that's, still that's have where to... I get confused by the like kind of assumption of of enlightenment. I don't think that it's the same deal. But there's no yoga instructor who's like, "All right, guys, let's fucking do this." Puts <laughs> on the fucking yoga class, though. throws on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack, and is like, <laughs> "Bend your butt, <laughs> put your butt on put your, your back, Liu Kang, put your butt here and hold it there, coward. Make sure to maintain your breathing. Ride in." <laughs> there's um <laughs> there's one part of the email that I neglected to read uh that sort of disproves his his question cuz he says I'm still a guy. I like to watch the Simpsons, pro sports, and sometimes when I nap, I fart <laughs> in my sleep. And it you know what? I thought about it and you mu- you have got to be really in touch with your body to know if you fart when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just wake you up wake up just writing your dream journal six. <laughs> Six. six of them today. Oh no! Well, it's the because he has increasing. Every time he toots, he has to say namaste, and so like it wakes him. He wakes himself up. Just, I think he probably says namaste. <laughs> um, stupid. Let's take it from an urban setting to a more rural. rural fuck. <laughs> Let's take it from an urban setting to a more rural one with farm wisdom. You know, I really can't introduce the bit and then sing the song and then take it off. That's like a three-person job that I'm trying to take on to myself. It's uniquely American, but... but. Farm wisdom, farm wisdom. Pick up your pitchfork, farm wisdom. Are you done? I can never tell when you're done. You end with upward inflection. Like you're asking a question in song. <laughs> this first one comes from Johnny, and Johnny says, "If you have a problem with rabbits messing your garden up, spread human hair throughout the soil. God. Rabbits hate the smell of human hair." Hey, this is some pretty cool stew you made. This is some really <laughs> cool vegetable stew that you made. One issue, though, it looks like a dad's chest in my bowl right now, and I I don't know what the fuck's going on. You could probably like go to a barber shop and get like their clippings. I doubt you have to use your own hair, and I imagine you wash. <sighs> The vegetables before you use Yeah, them. do you mind if I just come to the barber? Hey, barber? Hi, barber. Thanks for taking my call. Real quick, I was wondering <laughs> if I could do one thing that uh, is, it might be a little strange. Can I have all the hair? I brought my own bag. It's reusable. I brought my own bag and a, a little scooper. Let me just get in there. I Does it twist anybody else's perception of the human rabbit relationship, if you know that every time like a child picks up a little bunny, that bunny is thinking, "Ugh, oh, <laughs> you stinky bastard!" Oh, what is that smell? Oh what God, is that, is that you? Oh, he's gonna kiss me! Oh, I'm gonna he's smell like this tummy. for days. <laughs> oh. Kicking this out of my snoot. 
Uh, this next one comes from Alyssa, who says, Did you know that if you see a bull snake around your house, that means you don't have any rattlesnakes around? Bull snakes will murder the fuck out of them. Um, thank you, Alyssa. If I see a bull snake around my house, it also means that I don't own that house anymore. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, my reaction whenever I see any snake is never like, Oh, great! Fantastic. Well, because what, oh, what that basically is telling you is the thing that can kill the thing that can kill you lives right. at your house. I um, let, let me identify that so I know how to react to it. Nope. <laughs> can I just have a Ricky Tiki Tavi run around my house? That That's would seem to be fine. Yeah. Adorable little mongoose? Now somebody's going to tell me the mongooses are mean. They're probably not mongoose, first off. And they're also probably not like the friendliest creatures. They're bred. Uh, they are bred to fight. You know what I mean. They're bred to kill snakes. Yeah, anything whose main diet can. If like, if the only thing I ate was great white sharks, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't want to like chill with me. I disagree. Okay. I think you'd be like the coolest. I'd have so many ever. questions. Yeah. What's it taste like? How do you get a steady supply? Can I have some? No. To all. Aren't those in danger? <laughs> Might be another. Are you in prison? They're in danger. They're endangered. Er, now. <laughs> with every bite, <laughs> with every There's bite, a, a little more endangered. There are only a hundred thousand and eight point four left because I am halfway through this meal. You could actually come back. I think they're big enough that you could just catch one, grab a couple of fillets, ice them down, and then release them back in the wild. Let him heal up. Now the great white's gonna be pissed. Yeah. He's going to be... A- That's why they're all so angry. Because they're going to keep stealing fillets from them. Let's go to my... This first message is for Wilson. Well, then it can only be from Ryan, I assume. They're like buds forever. Griffin, I want you to read this with the appropriate inflection. Hey, Wilson. <laughs> Yeah, you, Wilson. I don't know what the right... What do you want me to do? You're doing great. Yeah, keep You're doing going. great. Is this freaking you out? I bet it is. Happy 21st birthday, you magnificent son of a bitch. I like to imagine that right now they're in the same car and Ryan is just staring at him wide <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> this is the last thing that happens. Can we get one money zone that's just like, this is how it ends. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'll be waiting for you at home. The trap is sprung. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you to both of you. I, I, your friendship sounds deeply, grossly rewarding. <laughs> Speaking of grossly rewarding, let's talk about ExtremeRestraints.com. It's an adult superstore where you can find uh, a whole cornucopia of sexual delights. H-O-L-E. Uh, H-O-L-E. Uh, Travis? Uh-huh. Uh, you have a list, right, of our new coupon code, by the way. It's going to save you 20% of Sexabunga. And, uh, Travis, I feel like you have heard, uh, you, you've gotten a communique from ExtremeRestraints.com yes. of some of the items that have been purchased with this coupon code. Now, of course, they don't attach names or anything, so we don't know which one of you is the freaks. I, but, I, uh, I also want to say, and this comes straight from James, this is market research, people. My brother, my brother, and me has the sexiest, most adventurous listeners of anyone out there ever. I... Yeah. This is is my life's fucking greatest accomplishment. That we have have created something that is like a burning flame 
to all these fucking sex moths. I love it. <laughs> I think my favorite item on this list, uh, only because of the word choices, is silicone derriere plug. <laughs> oh my, how dignified. <laughs> I know. That's also uh, with a, a tea set, which is weird. Um, oh, Daryl. Daryl. I love you be a deer and insert that plug into my derriere. <laughs> the one sitting on the doily, yes. It's the one on the doily protecting the uh, table from my natural oil. <laughs> if it won't f- if it won't fit, feel free to use some of my wig powder. <laughs> <laughs> to reduce the friction. Jeremy. <laughs> oh, Jeremy. I also see on here that somebody bought a joint purchase of a male masturbation device and a strap-on. They're not planning on doing anything <laughs> except putting the strap-on into the masturbation device. I mean, that would seem <laughs> like the obvious option here. They're Maybe they'll be out of town for a while, and they want robbers to think someone's in there fucking. Right. The flashlight is just a holster for mm-hmm. the strap-on. <laughs> like a, a sheath. sheath. A right. scabbard, Sheen. if you will. Right. Uh, there's also a set of stainless steel kegel balls purchased by itself, and I want to say to whatever lady purchased that, good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. You may not even have a man right now, but when you do, you're going to be ready. And? You're going to be ready to tear him apart. And not only that, but when you're not enjoying them in the traditional way, you can take a couple fushigi lessons. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfecto. Perfectamundo. Perfecto. Uh, so go to extremestraints.com, use the coupon code SEXABUNGA, save yourself 20%, uh, and maybe get, get, you'll be sort of secondhand famous. <gasps> Who knows? It's impossible to say. Uh, but don't, uh, you know, don't worry. We're never going to blow up your spot. It's your secret. But you know what? It shouldn't even be a secret. No. Everybody just get try something new. You're worth it. You've earned it. Spice it up in there. Easy, breezy, beautiful. Hi, this is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a show about being new moms. Have you ever pretended to be a sleeping rock to make your three-year-old play by yourself? How about scream singing to make yourself think you aren't screaming? You're singing really, really loud! Join us every week for more helpful tips on creative parenting. And remember, you don't have to park your toddler in front of the TV to be one bad mother. Subscribe for free on iTunes or go to MaximumFun.org. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Please. This Yahoo is sent by Wayne Rowan. Thank you, Wayne. It's by Yahoo Answers user Sophie who asks, do horses have any emotions that humans don't have? (gasps) I am actually doing a horse behavior presentation for an equine class I'm in. But I was wondering if horses had exactly the same emotions that we humans do. Humans is in parentheses as if like, you didn't fucking know. As we humans do. Okay. I went on a website that told me the types of behavior that horses have. Buckle your asses in. <laughs> Can I make one quick point before you tell me the behavior, the things that horses have? I want to see if you get something valuable from this before your presentation. I definitely, definitely can't wait to see this line on the bibliography. <laughs> I cannot wait to see how you cite the information you receive from Yahoo Answers. Acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's fair. If you're professionally being ridden, right? Well, you need that it's not good. ideal, but I don't have a possible so thumb, so I love oats and apples. So what can so, I do? Um, affection, sure, sure. This is my favorite. Anger one and anger two. <laughs> <laughs> anger one is like a quiet, reserved yeah. anger, and anger two is like an explosion of biting. Yeah, it's just spurs. That's the only thing that the if they see spurs, like ah, oh, no, <laughs> I am angry out, one breaking out the dose today. Annoyance. <laughs> Who doesn't? Apathy. Oh. Oh, well, fine. Oats. I accepted too much. Oats. I guess <laughs> another ride. Ugh. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Whatever. Oh, sure Jumps. Tricks. It's all the same. <laughs> Be- beautifully soaring through nature like an earthbound dragon. Sure, why not? Anxiety? What if I run out of oats? <laughs> <laughs> Could happen. Boredom? <laughs> well, what? Okay, I can't blame them too much for that. <laughs> right, it's like they can't even watch Game of Thrones. Like, what? Like they don't get HBO <laughs> Turn Go. the TV towards the window, please. Right. <laughs> I the got window. a big... I got a big day today. I'm either going to stand in grass or run in a loop. I can't wait to see what fate has in store. Um, well, I mean, that's okay. Tame horses, yes. I can see them falling prey to boredom. Wild horses? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Boredom for a wild horse? It can't happen. Wild horses aren't familiar with this emotion because they can just no. go jump over a brook they've never jumped over before. I uh, I have to imagine that for a wild horse, it's mainly about anxiety because they're very fast. And mm-hmm. I can see a s- situation where you're in a conversation deep with another horse friend, and then all of a sudden you look at me and you think, "Hey, uh, Rodrigo, did you have you seen any grass for a while?" And then Rodrigo was like, "Oh my God, you're right. There's no grass." And they're in the middle of a parking lot. They're in a parking lot. Like, oh great, this is gonna be on the news. Was no one paying attention? <laughs> who were, who was following who? I'm feeling annoyance right now, which could be upgraded to anger one if something doesn't change. <laughs> if you keep running your fucking mouth, Rodrigo, it's going to get upgraded to anger two, and you don't want to see that. So maybe just relax and let me figure this out. Compassion. Uh, he's, no. got a fat, he's got a fat rider. It's too bad. <laughs> Listen, Did you see Lucy? You... Lucy's got a fat rider. I know. <laughs> uh, poor thing. If poor you dear. are a being that is, main, that is mainly bred to be ridden, and, and you can still work up compassion for anything else. Mm-hmm. Like God bless you. That is that is a beautiful beautiful reserve of goodwill. Well, you they have in they there. feel bad for the burros. Sure, <laughs> sure they do. For the burros. Yeah. No, roll the R's because it's for not authentic if you don't. Thank you. Um, I don't know what animal you're talking about if you don't roll the R. Uh, contentment. Very few horses, I imagine, feel this. Or definitely feel or or appreciates the fact that he has reached the physical fucking apex mm-hmm. of possibly any creature on the planet he, he probably it's just anxiety right and you gotta and, and even if you win the kentucky derby it's like well am i gonna get the triple crown that's what everybody yeah. mm-hmm. starts asking that's or am a I lot gonna, of pressure or am i gonna be able to fucking keep up this perfect body until the preakness they're gonna shower me in oats after this fucking thing what, i'm gonna what if i can't my... perform my stud duties right oh man I bet Orb. That's rough. I bet Orb fucks like a cylinder, <laughs> like a stallion. There's uh, a there's a whole saying where someone says they're hung like a you. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's a lot of pressure. Um, curiosity, doubtful. <laughs> Based on what? Why is that doubtful? 
Like, what are they curious about? They have everything they need hand delivered to them. I wonder what driving a car is like. <laughs> right. If they are curious about it, I refuse to, if they're curious about anything, like, they're not, they're certainly not acting on it, because they seem to be kind of in a rut as a species. Yeah, nobody's ever said curiosity killed the horse, because a horse will see, a, a horse will see, like, a fucking helicopter could land next to a horse, and a horse would be like, that's not an apple. <laughs> Is that an apple? When you check for, you check for a stem. Nope, no stem. No thanks. Come back when you're hay. <laughs> um, fear. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, daily. If there's a bull, if there's a bull snake around, those yeah. things are terrified. Loneliness. Not if I have anything to say about it. Um, physical suffering. Yes, sure. Yeah, really, yeah absolutely. <laughs> they are. They are. Their entire being is suspended in a state of constant suffering. So yes, they're think about how sad. When horses get the spurs and then they run faster, they're trying to run away from a danger that is <laughs> that is like physically part attached them. to them. Right. That's the saddest thing in the world. Um, which most humans have. But do horses have any emotions that humans don't have or that humans can't relate to? Thanks. Prance. The latter? Yeah. Sure. What? Prancing. Prancing is <laughs> <Okay>. my... <laughs> Yeah, I've, I mean, I've never felt prancing. I don't think that's beyond human. It's beyond you, yes, just because of like your physique. Mm-hmm. No offense. Wouldn't you think though that if the horses did have an emotion that we don't have in humankind, then we probably don't have a human word for it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's sort of like uh, it's kind of like the the flavor umami. Mm-hmm. Sure. It is. It's it's an indescribable thing. It's like if if there were any new colors that we didn't know, we would. We would know about it. You know what I mean? Are there any suggestions from Yahoo answerers as to some emotions that horses might feel that um, we might not be able to detect? Y- Yahoo Answers user Miss Equine responded and said, all that you listed. What? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't okay. know if they're saying that her list was comprehensive or that Miss Equine is incapable of feeling acceptance, affection, <laughs> anger one, anger two, annoyance, <laughs> apathy, anxiety, boredom, compassion, contentment, curiosity, fear, loneliness, and physical suffering. First I've Look heard for- of it. What is this stuff? Compassion. <laughs> Hmm. Go on. <laughs> oh, Miss Equine. Um, yeah, who answers you? Zakit says, I do not believe they have compassion. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some horses do some cold ass shit. Um, if, anything happened, dudes. if anything happens to another horse, the horse is unlikely to help out. He might just continue to graze or to watch with mild interest. What do you want the horse to do? Hey, okay, hey, 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 fucking cut it out, man. To what be are fair, you doing? it says compassion. Hey. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to do anything about it. They could just feel real bad about it and be like, well, what am I going to do? I don't have thumbs. <laughs> just got these hooves. If you have a, a hoof-related debacle for me to fix, maybe. Am I supposed to pull a rock out of your shoe? What am I supposed to do? I'm a horse. I'll give you some hay. No, I need it. Um... Yahoo Answers user Black Cat Magic says, "I think it's foolish to think that we know exactly what horses feel. Maybe, no. they, maybe, <laughs> maybe they do feel all the things that we do, but have different ways of showing it that we can't begin to understand. Maybe they don't show certain emotions at all, but that doesn't mean they aren't feeling. Until horses learn to talk, we'll never know." Smiley face. Uh, Until uh, yeah, I like the conditional. Until. The conditional in that statement is wonderful. Until for now. <laughs> like man used to stare into the skies and wonder. <laughs> By 2017, think how foolish these questions will appear. God. Horse biz girl says... <laughs> Horse
Horses don't feel guilty about things. Hum- <laughs> humans feel regret. Horses don't. Horses lo- <laughs> lost the big race. Oh well, oats. <laughs> Trampled that kid. Oats. I have a question. If horses don't feel bad about anything in their past, why are they running? <laughs> Think true. about it. Are they running to something? No, they're running away. I want to know if a horse can feel shame. What would a horse? Plenty po- of opportunities. What no, right? If what so. could a horse possibly be ashamed of? Like, hey, you just pooped in the middle of the street. <laughs> I guess. You're dragging a I, cart for a living. You're majestic. What are you doing? I know I'm ashamed. There's an emotion that I've never felt that I bet horses could feel. Like, there might be some based on their understanding of the world. Like, there might be a feeling of, can someone please learn how to cook oats? There has to be a way to <laughs> right. cook oats. I would never have that emotion. And that's why, that's why I don't have an English way of translating it, but I bet that feeling is kind of a present part of their day. They think You're saying that they are, they are constantly disappointed in oats. <laughs> right. They, they, are, they oats because we keep giving them, but they can't mm-hmm. express a preference for one or the other. Maybe right. they're sitting there like, can I please just have like a hamburger or something? Right. I see you doing it. Is there, it, do you think horses feel disappointment in us? In, hum- I mean, in we, humanity? We, yeah. I should hope so. I yeah. mean, we've not been great custodians of their kind. <laughs> no. In fact, I, I think they're kind of getting the shitty end of this deal. The deal we've struck up between us and... We looked at horses gallivanting across the plains of the of the American West and thought, I'm going to sit on that. Hey, do that for me now. <laughs> I, I, I could break that. I'm going to sit on that forever. You could... I'll tell you, even after I develop an automobile, which is by all means much more efficient and less <laughs> yeah. cool, I'm still going to keep horses and sit on them. I'll tell you, a, there, uh, there may be an emotion for knowing that you're the first horse to ever let someone sit on them, and now your children's children's <laughs> children, children's children are going to have a human being strapped to their back. The first horse that got caught. What is that feeling like? You have to carry. I don't have a word for that. Well, let's just try this out. Let's just try this out for a bit and see if we both like it. (laughs) Surely human beings will recognize how inefficient this is. Right. Surely they'll invent cars. (laughs) Don't you have to think there was a a horse very near uh, to the Ford plant and like the first Model T comes out and they're like, whoo. All right, guys, great news. I just (laughs) saw the most wondrous sight. We're gonna be free now. We're gonna be j- a okay. I hope they make these cars big enough for us horses to drive. <laughs> and even even if not, at least we'll be able to run free again. I hope. Th- I hope they give us a nice some like uh, a big area that's just for us, a whole state just for horses, to, as a nice way of saying we're sorry for sitting on you for eternity. <sighs> Guys, I can't feel anger too. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I just let me don't. sit. On, let me sit on you and yeah, sit on be, everyone you've ever known. That would fucking <laughs> we'll do see it. See if you can't work it up. Yeah. <laughs> Coming this summer, the sequel to everyone's favorite emotion. <laughs> I have an office job, and a new employee was recently hired on. He seems like a nice, normal guy, except for this one thing: he keeps winking at everybody all the time. Oh man. In almost every conversation he has, usually when he's making a joke or saying something that could be considered amusing, he winks. It's making me and my other coworkers a bit uncomfortable. What should we do about this wacky winker? That's from 
winked at in the Northwest. You know, you know what would make this? Do you know what would make this already hilarious situation even funnier? I can't stop thinking about it. It's giving me, it's giving me a giggle fit. What, what if, ev- what if every time this dude winked, his eyeball made like a, a, a audible squishing sound, like just like a, just like, just like that every time you know he what winked. I'm talking about. Um, Let me just throw up in their mouth. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Um, this person is the most confident person <laughs> that has ever lived, and like, I don't want this person is a beautiful soaring eagle, and I don't want you to do anything to change him. I do not know that I have ever unironically winked at someone ever. When was the last time I'm, you winked at anybody? I mean, like sometimes I'll do it as a joke, like you know, like and actually say the word wink when I do it. Yeah. But I've never been like, I'm going to convey a secret message or confidence via a closing of my eyeball. Right. You've never you've never hatched a plan in an uh-huh. impromptu nature, unspokenly. Now, I'll I'll lay my finger to the side of my nose and kind of do like a flick, you know, kind of thing. Right, but then you think nope. people are asking you to do cocaine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that that does explain a lot, actually. If you think about it, a wink is pretty much the boldest gesture you can give. It's really like setting a wild animal free you have so little control over how that is perceived right by people like it, it i don't think i've ever if i have winked at someone i don't think i've ever done it without worrying like did they think that was sexual mm-hmm. did they think that i was lying <laughs> did they think can that you, i have a i was having a seizure could you do it okay this is completely off topic but do you think that you could wink in like a threatening way or like just in like a a, a wink that conveys nothing just like a neutral win. I think if I mean, I'm in the you th- if I'm in the ring, if I'm in the boxing ring, I'm a professional boxer. And I'm mm-hmm. about to go up against against Mayweather. Uh huh. If I'm going up against the Santa Maria and the Pinta, if I'm about to fucking lay into some dude with punches, and right before I get to him in the in the ring, he winks at me. I'm 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 done. TK <laughs> TKO right there. Like I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can get in an opponent's head in that manner, in a, in a manner that could be it. described as threatening. You have to partner. I think. I think if you were in the ring with somebody and right before the punching was to commence, you looked at them and said, "Hey, I'm not gonna punch you." <laughs> Wink. Wink. <laughs> because then it's like, does he mean it? What does, does that he, mean? Should I not what punch does that mean? him? Is this an agreement? I was expecting him to punch me, so I don't know why he would be letting on that the punching was going to commit. Are we just going to use our words? And you would have thought that far before it's like, haymaker, on the mat, one, two, three, four, I'm just going to skip him because you're clearly done, ten. What if? You, what would you do if you paid like big money to get like front row seats for a boxing match in <laughs> Vegas, and then you got there, and then like within seconds you realize that they've just turned it into like forensics. Mm-hmm. They're just getting up there and they're going to do monologues. With the wink heard around the world. Right. Um, this, I, I, I have never received a wink from a stranger and not, like, felt it. Like, physically, like, <laughs> it, like, pushed me back a little bit. What, how would you define the physical contact that you felt from the wink? Like a smack in the face or, like, a poke? It takes my, br- it takes, it takes my breath away every time. Wow. <laughs> just because, power. like, the power move of it's it just all, st- It's startling because, like, both of their eyes were open. You know what I mean? <laughs> And they didn't blink. I would have been fine if both of them had gone down, but you saw one of them. <laughs> and they're they're going to be off sync for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to be individually winking. Also, do eye. they want to see my like genital? Like, what? What does it mean? 
It's the, what are they trying to get across? What are they trying to tell me? That that is what throws people about wings, I think, because you. Can we they take back? So can we take back things. the wink so that it's not it's not seen as a seductive measure as much as it is like a like a high five, like mm-hmm. a hey we're all in this together, you know. <laughs> if someone says we're all in this together and then they wink at you, do they mean that you're not? I kind of think. <laughs> oh, okay. Wink. Is it a subterfuge uh, like double back thing? I always think a wink means you're lying. Like that to me is what that like oh we'll see if we can if a, no, that only wink. works if you're facing some kind of like international terrorist and he's got a gun on you and you look at your partner and go i guess you know we have to give up wink i don't think it works if you're like you did a really good job on this project right but then the terrorist will be like is this guy trying to is this guy trying to bone down like <laughs> i'm trying to think back to the times that i've been winked at and in retrospect i'm pretty sure i've never been winked at and i haven't made a face like i just smelled rotten yogurt it's. It. I think it would be. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> fine. Wink at me, I guess. If a grandpa does it to me, then it it reads as like a a, a symbol of familiarity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe even so, feigned familiarity, but I don't read it like this. Grandpa's trying to get in my jorts. You know. You're saying it's grandpa safe. It's grandpa safe. Grandpas can do it. If the person who has been hired on is winking and is also a grandpa, then everything. I just said is okay. Ooh, but, okay. What if this? What if it's or a grandma? What if it's used as a means to convey approval that you don't want to say out loud? Like you're talking to someone at a party, and your friend from across the room is doesn't want to do like a thumbs up because that's too that's too much. But you're saying like, oh, you guys seem to really be hitting it off. You can convey that with a wink, right? Where you're like, if I'm at nice. a party and someone from across the room <laughs> winks at me, I'm gonna assume they put a bomb in. But there. if it- <laughs> I'm gonna assume there's a bomb in the building. But if it's like your best bud. If it's like your best bud and he kind of does like a half nod, like wink, like you're doing it. If so, hey, good job. party, Davey. And then he winks at me. I'm like, oh, God, you're going to kill everybody in here, aren't you? <laughs> Fuck. This is a you, good party. You will reflexively just mouth back to him. Upstairs. <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> upstairs. Is there a bomb upstairs? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Can I, what if every time he winked at you, you wink right back? <laughs> Twice twice let him know what it's like because i think this guy maybe doesn't have a worldview where people have winked at him a lot so if you wink at this guy then he's gonna feel those let him know how weird it is also only do this to this person in the restroom (laughs) that'll really break him of this habit hey hey nice penis (laughs) wink wink is it appropriate to leave a small party? Six people. When someone puts on Gangnam Style and, every, and asks everyone to start dancing. That's from Unsure in Oklahoma. Oh, this is the shittiest. Oops, you're in the shittiest party. <laughs> I would actually <laughs> argue that six people does not constitute a small party. Well, it's not a party until Gangnam Style comes on it, and then, uh-oh, it is. It is It is a small party in the Dungeons and Dragons sense, <laughs> but not but not in the, the typical social Here, sense. Here's, here's, okay, the verbiage in this uh, question that really throws me off is that if you had asked is it appropriate to leave a small party when someone puts on Gangnam Style and everyone starts dancing yeah if you leave that if you leave that then you're a stick in the mud uh huh but if you when someone puts on Gangnam Style and asks attention please (laughs) attention please we can all rise to our feet I'm going to teach everyone the dance I learned it from YouTube (laughs) Move, up. move your legs from side to side as if you were straddling an invisible pony. <laughs> <laughs> Dance, I you beautiful you... bastards. 
This we are golden gods. There the fun thing about this question is that this person has already lived this scenario <laughs> and one of two things happen. Either they they feel bad because someone said, Everyone start dancing to Gangnam style and they said, I'm leaving. And then they walk to the door and never look back. Or they did do it and they dance and they're wondering, was there another way? <laughs> was there an, was there an escape option? Route? Now, I think it was the former, and I think the next day, the host of the party, this <laughs> this psychopath who dictates when the dancing occurs, came up to them and was like, hey, what the fuck, man? Like, we were having a great time last it, night. That was inappropriate, Dave. You left, and then there were only five people, and that definitely doesn't count as a party anymore. You ruined my birthday. <laughs> what, ooh, ooh, what if the host of the party was Psy? Oh, that is egomaniacal. And he put on his I own think, song and he said, please, it's all hey, I have. I don't think there's an organism on Earth that is more sick of that song than than Dr. Psy. I, think, I have to assume. I, nobody likes his ballads. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nobody like his, likes his tender lovemaking stuff. Everybody just people wants try to, to get into Gentlemen, but they're not feeling it. People, Yeah, people, people listen to Gentlemen out of fucking courtesy. You know what I mean? But the yeah, hook. This, the hook. We do, owe him this one. Yeah. He's given us so much. And we, in turn, have also given him quite a bit. But the hook on that one does not bring me back. It's sort of like it's sort of like how people continue to listen to If It Makes You Happy by Sheryl Crow mm-hmm. because they, they really appreciated All I Want to Do so much. Mm-hmm. And it was like they, they did all they could do for All I Want to Do. They bought the single. They bought the album. And then when that next album came out with If It Makes You Happy, mm-hmm. they thought, well, you know what? I still owe her. I, I'm still in debt to her for all the fun that first song brought me. Right. Yeah, it's exactly, it's exactly like that. There's so many similarities between Cy and Sheryl Crow that I feel like a lot of people just like goes ha, have right Have you ever seen them in the same room together? I, I have not. No, hmm. I have not. Could it be a Phoenix Rebirth? You think Sheryl, you did Sheryl Crow, Crow fucking die? No, I'm saying that Sheryl Crow met with like her advisors and she said, I need a new persona. And they said, She went to worry, Phoenix I've Online University, <laughs> took some classes in Korean. Learned Korean. She she took a minor in hammer dancing. <laughs> did you guys see that mashup? Oh, oh yeah. I did. Oh, that went down good. When the two of them performed that together, that's when I knew it wasn't Sheryl Crow because she's a notorious racist. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. All I wanna do is have fun with white people. <laughs> you probably wouldn't know that she's not a terrific racist by looking at the crowds at her shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would you would assume that this is just a place where non-white people are not allowed. But that does explain all the Cheryl Crow laws. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I brought some history into it. Gore, Travis. <laughs> oh, Travis. Man. Hey, Travis. Uh, Travis. Uh-huh. I'm, pr- I'm proud of the reference you just made. Thank you, Griffin. <laughs> That's an emotion a horse has never experienced. <laughs> I'm proud of your Cheryl Crow joke. That's one they don't know. Hey, listen, thank you so much for spending an hour with us, my brother, my brother, me. Uh, we really hope you've had as much fun as we pretended to have uh, listening to the show. Uh, thank you to people tweeting about it. Cambo Soup uh, tweeted, Sexabunga, it's Pride Weekend in SF. What did we, so, what did we fucking say? What did I we forget. explicitly say? We explicitly said, don't type that out. Don't ever put it in text. But he's on blast, and he knows it, so he, I'm sure he feels terrible. Michael Harrison, thank you. Uh, Vincent Pereira, uh, Peria, maybe. Mason Church, Claire, Large Demon, Brianna Cole, Cat, Josh Renner, Trevor Watman, P- 
Paul Peacock, Eric Eden's Just a Blanket Ship. Thank you so much, everybody, tweeting about the show. Hey, maybe tweet out a sampler of our show. It's bit.ly forward slash mbmbam2013. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Did you buy that yet, folks? Did you? Let's hey, go get that album. Let me just really quick. Can I look at your, your bank statement and see if there's a Telltale iTunes receipt on there? Um, thank you, John Roderick. Uh, also, Juice, mention the, uh, the P.O. Box. You haven't mentioned that in a while. Oh, yeah. We have a mailbox uh, where you can send us uh, physical objects of your affection. Uh, please don't send any more weird things. We got, I got another weird envelope that just had like six unrelated items in it, and it really skeezes me out. So please don't <laughs> do that, and don't now do it as like a joke about that. Like I won't, I won't enjoy. We it. have expressly said that's our least favorite thing. But if you want to uh, send us wedding invitations, go for it. Yeah, those are always sweet. PO Box fifty four, Huntington, West Virginia two five seven zero six. We got one from uh, Morocco. It's in the Sahara. Uh, from Bill, Bill Andrews. Um, just, uh, he's in Marrakesh, Morocco. Awesome. Oh, I had no idea what you were talking about when you said Morocco. Nobody shortens that to that. I'm just telling you what it says. Why wouldn't you say Morocco? (laughs) I'm in the co. He's in the, and it's real because there's, like, uh, weird stamps I don't recognize. So thank you to Bill. That's a really cool postcard to get, and I'll put it, I've been looking at it, and it brings me great joy. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Also, everyone should check out our other Max Fun podcasts. Um, we're growing every, it seems like every day. Um, and most recently, we've added a new podcast called Sawbones, featuring our own Justin McRoy and Sydney McRoy, his wonderful wife. Um, the latest episode was about Mercury. It's really great. Check it out. And thank you so much for listening. We got one more question from Griffin, and he's going to uh, drop it on us, and then we'll come back and revisit it next week and give you the secret answer that we've been cooking up. <laughs> so we, that joke has got to stop because people are going to start expecting. No one's noticed yet. It if is. You buy, if you buy our they... iPhone app, you too could hear the no, secret don't answer. Get that. Don't buy the iPhone. It's app. called the MBMBA app. Experience. Don't buy it. It's great. Don't it's buy it. We, we won't. We won't say it out loud, but you can find it hidden if you look. Guys, hard I'm enough. not gonna. I'm not gonna send you your portion of the money if you keep. Oh, saying good. These the things. three and a half dollars that we've made <laughs> with it. Um. All right. I'm keeping it for myself. Taking myself out to a nice steak dinner. This. This is not gonna be. Admit. You could. You could. You can enter the Ponderosa lobby with $3.50. <laughs> this final Yahoo is sent in by Ravi Patel. Thank you, Ravi. It's by Yahoo Answers user Tiff24, who asks, How would you describe the difference in Tia and Tamara's personalities? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.